When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben. Before we get started, make sure you should subscribe to us on iTunes and rate and review us. Give us that five-star review to help us climb those charts. Another fun episode. Uh, long, I was going to say long-time listener, first-time caller, but uh, <laughs> Dan Franco, frequent guest and buddy of ours, uh, joins us with uh, his uh, pal, Ken Arnold, uh, who's also an actor, and uh, executive producer, Bob Ryan. They all join us to talk their new film, A Comedy of Horrors, a horror anthology film that is hilarious. We got uh, a chance to see it, and uh, yeah, it is fantastic. So definitely uh, want you guys to check it out. Uh, hopefully this conversation will encourage you to do so. It uh, pretty much is anywhere uh, video on demand type of thing. You know, anywhere you can get that, Amazon Prime um itunes all that all that fun uh but yeah had a great conversation talked uh ken's uh, baseball career as well and yeah just had a had a had a great uh great talk with these guys me and dave did and always great having mr franco on but uh here you go here we are and uh here's the show enjoy <laughs> Hey, there they are. Look at that. Look at that professional setup. I know. That's Jeez. So I'm putting us What's to going shame. On, Bob? Cheers, brother. Dan Franco's talking to you. Can't I you can't hear? I can't hear anything. I got no You can't. All right, hold on one second. Let me hang on, we got a, prof- a technical malfunction cuz prof- I want to hear if Franco's speaking, I want the whole world to All stop because right. I want to hear Your production this. design is great. Your sound yeah. design is just terrible, obviously. That, uh, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got a, t- uh, a bunch of roadies. You can't see them. They're back there. Okay. Wait. Doing anything? <laughs> yeah, they're all over it. We got got a lot of employees working on this thing. <laughs> nice, to, nice to see you guys. Mr. Franco, how you been, buddy? Good. How you doing, buddy? Very good to hear of Mr. Arnold in a... Uh, Worldwide headquarters of a comedy of horrors. It is. This has been like yeah. a, we've been doing just broadcast after broadcast out of Ken's, you know, Apple Teenies. With um, we did a show last night, mostly focused on comedy of horrors, and uh, um, he's pulling in everybody from the cast like one at a time and doing like 10, 20 minute um, interviews. So he has, I like, did the, the comedy of horrors TV. I did uh, Matthew Bowerman earlier today and i mean i didn't do them but hold on hold on hold on and then as soon as this is over jimmy bellinger is on the skittles box kid is coming on and we're gonna we're gonna do jimmy jimmy's getting violated on a live simulcast or- yeah he is 
<laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, I mean, Dan obviously knows we uh, we're totally free form on the show. We've already started, so whatever <laughs> whatever comes out of your mouth, it's, it's in. Unless you All want right. to take it out, I'll take it out. But I you do, know, whatever. Um, I do love how how you're always like, uh, oh, well, we, we edit, we'll edit that out, and then well, you never do, and then you're finally like, yeah, th- I can't remember who it was, but they're like, they said, don't edit. I said, okay, I won't. I was like, but were you editing? <laughs> Editing's a lot of work, Dan. It's a lot of work. You know? It is a lot of work. Who wants to edit? I, I try to do the least amount of editing ever. You got to keep it organic, you know? You got to keep yeah. it real. Even Dave begged me to edit something one time, and I refused. Just, right, Dave? No. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it it's, involved, I don't know what it was. We were, I think we were doing, um, was it Color of Money? And it was one yeah. where we, we got the carrot, we got the whole thing wrong about what was happening in the movie and we're and we were at the point where it was i think because we did a double show and we were drinking and so i'm like we gotta we're just gonna look like idiots if we say this and he's like yeah whatever so it's, it's just not gonna edit it so you, know, <laughs> you gotta roll with it it would have happened in normal conversations so um <laughs> so uh, what is all of y'all's uh relationship to each other what uh how'd you guys meet like because you you i know dan and ken you've been together for a while um doing each other um yeah, i, I believe uh, <laughs> what exactly uh, what explain the uh the genesis of where where you guys started uh, all right dan go ahead i'll let you go and then i'll talk about me and bob all right um uh, god we we've been working together for over 20 years we I, you know we had the same manager so we were always going on the same auditions um you know back when we were young and uh um, and we were always on the same shoot. So we were, we, we did extra work on the West wing. I think is where we really started, you know, catching up and hanging out, um, long, long holding nights over there on the, the West wing. And then, uh, we both worked on Cecil B. Demented, which is a John Waters film. Hmm. Um, and you can actually see the two of us together in a shot. He's a SWAT guy and I'm leaning over his shoulder screaming at Melanie Griffith. So. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've been working together since, uh, before the two thousands and then, uh, somewhere in the early two thousands, we started doing short films, uh, of our own together and, and it's just continued to, uh, to turn into this. Now we've got a, we've got a, you know, Ken's got the, the set there is, uh, the Appletinis with Ken set. I'm the, one of the co-hosts of Appletinis with Ken and, uh, we're going to be branching into your podcast world here shortly. So it's been, uh. It's been a it. long, you know, I'd like to say I'm the Nick Frost to his Simon Pegg. <laughs> you know, I, I just came across an article today about how I'm, I'm that somebody compared me to Simon Pegg, but with more muscles. I was like, OK, I, I'll take that. I will take that any day of the week right there. <laughs> I haven't so, been to the, the gym in 10 years, but I'll take it. You know, I'll, exactly. What he didn't I, say was that it was him. He's the one that compared himself to Simon Pegg with more muscles. It was not me. <laughs> I can honestly say, but Dan, we also did um, Naked Man was one of the first forty eights we did, and we we invited you to come and help out, and you came and helped out, and you got to chase a naked guy on a Segway, which was by far some of your greatest work. You know, Segway chase is is my best action scene yet. I know that was pretty amazing. It was it was a lot of fun. So. What, 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 say this again. <laughs> Dave we did we did a film. The, uh, naked man yeah. was the, the, the hero of the movie. That was his power, his nakedness, and nice. uh, um, and I was like a like a Matrix type agent trying to get the the golden Ooh. tiki of Djibouti booty back from him. So. <laughs> 
Yes. I gotta wow. see this. It, yeah. it, it's it's out there. It's on YouTube. I shared it the other day on my um, on my page, and uh, yeah, it's it's out there. It's got a lot of views because in the title it says "Naked Man." So perfect. Yes, a lot of people tune in just to see the pretty self explanatory. Actually, it is. Yeah. Think about it. Be yeah. careful. Need a, no advertising required. Be careful the- googling that because yeah, a lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of different yeah, things might careful. might come up. Because you you and you both were uh, in the wire, right? And, or not together, but you both did episodes of the wire and Veep. Did Ken? You did Veep too? Did I you? did? Yes, yeah. I did. So yeah, you yeah. guys, man, you guys have been uh, rocking and rolling, and you're still still going. Uh, so yeah, what's uh, what, Ken? What you and you and Bob? Where Bob? Where's what's your story? What's uh, Go ahead, tell Bob. us? Well, tell you us know, a little about we're like, yourself. We're like we're like a married couple that. Yes, for the same story, it's told two completely different ways, right? <laughs> so, you know, outside of all this uh, fun business, uh, Ken and I were like dads. And so one night I'm on a very, very cold lacrosse field. And there's this dude, pretty big dude. And he's got this brand new Philadelphia Eagles like cap on. I mean, it's clearly brand new. And they had just won the Super Bowl. So I look over at him and I said, you're kind of a, you look like a bandwagon jumper. I didn't even know this guy, right? He got a little angry. No, no, I'm a fan. I just got the new hat. This and that. So, you know, I, I'm like, oh, so, you know, like any other dude asks, hey, what do you do? And he's like, well, I've been an actor, like been in 30 films, this and that. And I'm like, fuck. Am I allowed to say that, by the way, in a podcast? Oh, t- yeah. All right. Go, so go more than that. So I, he's like, I'm an actress. At, and he's like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm freaking sales guy thing you know <laughs> and so uh he's it was right after the night watchman and he goes i'm in this project you got to see it so he goes off to his uh old truck comes back with his night watchman postcard which i still have and then uh that was probably six seven years ago and at some point in the relationship ken goes hey uh you want to be in a movie and i'm like Fuck yeah, I want to be in a movie. <laughs> and so that <laughs> you know, Ken and uh Dan DeLuca and Dan Franco, you know, look, they got great ideas, uh independent films. They're they don't take themselves too seriously. Their shit is great. So I backed them up as a uh executive producer, made some investments, rallied a bunch of guys who also, you know, believe in guys like Ken, which you know, I'm in the Ken Arnold business, number one. And uh, just had a great time doing it. Just had a great, I'm going to continue to do it as long as I can. I love the independent film stuff. And these guys just became like lifelong friends. So that's the story. I don't know what your version is, Ken, probably a little more sanitized or no, no, a little I, worse. I, or... I, I think that's a great version, but then I tell you about this new project I got coming up that I want to sell you. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a great lesson for anytime you see someone on the street, go ahead and, and insult them because then yeah. it could become. A exactly. Great- That's what he did. He insulted me. He said, you're an Eagle fan. You suck. I was well, like, Whoa, hold you know, on. If, if you're anything, Philadelphia, you got it coming. Uh, I mean, you got bad shit coming. So I see a Buccaneers hat and the Tampa Bay lightning baloney over there. I don't know. What's well, going you on. know, I, I, it's, uh, I mean, I think even uh, Dan will agree with this. It's better than uh, the commanders. The oh, I know, right? Days. The Commodores. I call them the Commodores. <laughs> They're going to break out in some songs or something. No, Dan, Dan does not like that at all. Yeah, it's and embarrassing. They got, 
And they got our old quarterback, Carson Wentz. Let's see how you do. Let's see how you do. I also see a Detroit Red Wings. Is that what I see? Yeah. So that's my that's my heart and soul right there is my Detroit. Um, It's the life of a transplant. I'm actually uh, my show after this. I'm uh, interviewing a uh, uh, old hockey uh, from the 90s. Darren McCarty. He was on the grind line. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. That's like my yeah my childhood uh, hero hero right awesome. there so yeah i'm excited for that so yeah and i see that your jersey is on a guitar that is true that that's is true. amazing you play the guitar yeah. i do play the, uh, the guitar yep i uh yeah i dabble a little bit but awesome yeah 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 any, awesome. any you guys play instruments i i tried i suck you know i'm terrible <laughs> yeah i, yeah, I, I never said up. i was good at guitar i just i yeah. i, I I've, I've uh been playing uh, since I was like 15 and I have about the same skill level I've had since I was like 18. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's it is what it is. Yeah. I'm just going to stay in my lane for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. I really am. No musicals in your future, Ken. I'm going to be a, 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 you know, a 50 year old guy who feels like he's a 13 year old teenage kid sense of humor and i'm just gonna stay in that lane for for the rest of the go yeah 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 you gotta yeah know what your lane is and that's good to do so i'm gonna i'm gonna stay there now uh, go ahead ahead, no no please i think (laughs) sometimes we're nice to each other yeah (laughs) bob mentioned independent film and ben and i talk about this a lot and i feel that we're not the only ones it gets in a lot of spaces on youtube podcasts people many people are they find themselves kind of irritated with the content that comes out feeling it's even new stuff is stale there's not a lot of originality it's a common sentiment and you know watching this movie i'm like this is great this is just this is the original content that i've been wanting and this and, and it's not the stuff i've been complaining about for probably the last two three years uh, so maybe if anyone wants to take a, a stab at uh want to weigh in on, on kind of that thing about creativity and you you guys being able to kind of be a part of that thing that people do want. Well, I, what I can say is that uh, when Dan and I came up with this, Dan DeLuca, um, when we came up with the idea for it, uh, it, it, we were sitting around and we were talking about how nobody has done a horror comedy anthology at, at you know, at a, a decent level. And we were just like, you know what? We got to do it. I mean, I've seen uh, horror, horror anthologies, you know, across the board. Creep Show is, is a good version of one. Uh, the old Twilight Zone is, is kind of a version of one. But, yeah. you know, we never saw and all these people were cranking out horror anthologies. I was seeing them coming down the pipe one right <laughs> after the other. And I'm just like, ah, but they're all the same. You know, it's just like schlocky stuff. And it just I said, you know what? What if we take what we did with the Night Watchmen and we put that into a horror comedy anthology and then we throw it out there? We're not going to spend a lot of money on it, you know, because, you know, in the independent world, if you spend a lot of money and I'm talking a lot is a million. If you spend a million dollars, you're going to struggle to try and make your money back. But if you spend Mm -hmm. 250 you're in the golden zone. You're going to make money back. You're going to, and you're going to, you know, your investors are going to be happy at, you know, once the money starts to roll in. Super so. happy. I can't wait for my first 10 cents coming <laughs> yes. in from uh, Amazon. Uh, uh, Vita Remember, Vita. it's a nickel. Oh, we split yeah. the 10 cents. We uh, He cleared that up earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, 10 cents all together. 
Got to get those royalties straight. <laughs> and you know, in order, in order, like the the movies that are getting released into the, the mainstream, um, you know, now streaming. There's a lot of original stuff heading heading to streaming, but but to get into the theaters, it it has to be so broad, you know, for audiences they, they, that you can't go to. Now there there's exceptions, like like the Green Knight was so bizarre and. Um, you know, just just did what it wanted to do. It was incredibly original, and and um, but that's not normally what you see get released into theaters anymore because because it has to appeal to such a wide spectrum of people. So you know, knowing that we weren't going that route, it it gives us the ability to uh, to get weird and and um, do what we want to do. Yeah, and and folks, if you haven't uh, listened to the intro of the show, we're obviously talking about their new film, A Comedy of Horrors. Um, and uh, Dan, uh, when, do you, did you hear about uh, this? I'm sure you did, but I mean, when did you originally hear about this, uh, the the clown uh, uh, part of the story? And, and uh were you automatically part of it? Were you automatically going to be part of it? You know what I'm trying to ask. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I knew that this was on, on the table. It was actually when we were, when we were just about to release the night watchman into the festival circuit. If you remember back in, in like 2016, that's when all of the, um, all these freaking clowns were popping up in these suburban towns, just sort of <laughs> on the outskirts of towns, like hanging out in parks and just sort of, freaking people out. And I think that was the, the idea was uh, what if it was the opposite? What if the clowns were the normal people and, uh, and normals are what freaked them out. And, uh, and so I, they, they, Ken and Dan had mentioned it and uh, you know, kind of, kind of had a feeling there was a, a part in there for me somewhere. So I sort of waited for it to, to come around and, and uh, wore a lot of pancake makeup for a couple of days. <laughs> but you know why we, you know why we really hired you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For your for your special skill, that method actor, yeah. method actor. So I'm, I'm, you... in two, I'm in two sections of the movie, and exactly. uh, and they found a way to to make a callback, a little a little Night Watchman Easter egg for me. So, which is uh, always were you, fun. Were you at Jared Leto levels of method, Dan? Were you hobbling or? I was, not, I was not makeup? sending, uh, you know, anal beads to my co-stars or anything like that. Because <laughs> so, uh, I got a pair. I thought that was from you, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to clear that up now. I don't yes, know who that is. Exactly. You have to call a cast member. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I thought I, was, I thought I had something going there, Franco. <laughs> Might have been Jimmy Bellinger. Man crush over. I don't know. Somebody knows what you like, so. Please uh, forgive me, but uh, Bob, did you act in this one? I well, acting is a very generous term, well, but I yeah. did get uh, I did get partially decapitated uh, oh. in, in the film, and uh, I appreciated the opportunity. I made the trailer actually, so uh, okay, that so- was a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun, a lot of blood, a lot of guts. You know, wow. I had the experience of having this. Uh, now I know how the fake blood thing works. It's actually a mouthful of a cold, uh, really tasteless, gross liquid, and I'd hold it. I took way too much in. And I'd hold it when they slit my throat. I'm not giving away like magician secrets here. Then you gargle it out. And that was, uh, that was awesome. Well, uh, you, just, you just took but, away movie magic for me. I, I know, exactly. I know. Here's the, here's the question, Bob. How did you like having a crew and cast full of people in your house for a week? <clears throat> Ten freaking days. At first, Which I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. At the end of it, I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. Right? 
<laughs> which uh, which one was your house? That was uh, uh, actually uh, a part of uh, Clown Town, the uh, okay. the swingers uh, uh, scene, and then all of uh, Ferkley was in there. So actually, Jimmy Bellinger fornicated with uh, Ferkley in my bed that I'm going to sleep in tonight. He, <laughs> he, he got orally uh, pleasured by the puppet. And I got to go back to that. It's spoiler, horrifying. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Is that, you can't do that either. I'm I love the, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, we're not editing it. So, yeah, so the, the you, choi- can't, you can't the, spoil the movie. Though. I love the choice of verb there. Fornicated. That's a, <laughs> well, you know, I was born in the sixties, brother. Yeah. So. You know, I, no, I, I love, I learned that word in Catholic school. <laughs> yeah. I'd say it was actually, uh, yeah. You're not supposed to do that. You know, um, certainly uh, not with a, well, I guess it's kind of like, you know, all of us with the sock when we were younger. I don't know. A little sock puppet. Draw little eyes what do you mean, and a smile. What do you mean when we were younger? I still got a collection. What do you think? <laughs> Mr. Krusty, right? Krusty. Mr. Krusty. Uh, did I say I'm going to stay in my lane and just, you know. Yeah. Oh, you're in, in your lane, lane bro. You're yeah, in your you're- lane. <laughs> Yeah. You're not even. You're just straight in your lane, man. Exactly. I'm gonna stay in my lane. Thirteen year old for the rest of my life. What a <laughs> d- <laughs> I uh, I know him from uh, the Sopranos, but uh, Matt Sir, is it Servitos? Yes, Servito. Yeah. Uh, did you guys know him? Uh, how did uh, how did that come about? Well, we're trying to forget him. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know as we possibly can. No. Uh, it, you know, we we uh, our, our good friend Robert Neil Marshall, who was uh, also a producer on uh, a comedy of horrors, but he was a he worked as the um, line producer on the Night Watchman. He was friends with Matt. They did a short film together many years ago, like eh, I don't know, 2010, which yeah. is many years ago now, right? So they did yes, a short film that, together back yeah. then. And when we were casting for the Night Watchman, he said, "Hey, I can call my friend Matt and see if he wants to do it." So uh, we were able to get Matt to be in the Night Watchman, played Willie the janitor, uh, wore an eye patch, and if you watch the film, in one scene it's on this side, and the other scene it's over <laughs> here. You know, it's ridiculous because that's you know who we are. Yeah. But um, he played Willie the janitor in that, and we became friends. We became good friends, and uh, we uh, started coming up with ideas and creating scripts and and just doing all kinds of stuff and. Uh, you know, over the years, we've become really good friends. And, you know, he jumped on board as a producer on this one. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. Excellent. Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's just so, like, out there in this one. And it's just, uh, it, like I said, I know him from the Sopranos being, you know, the FBI agent, just very straight and, you yeah. know, serious. And then seeing him like that, I was like, whoa, I didn't realize, uh, you know, he had he had these kind of chops. It was, uh, it was refreshing to see. Well, uh, hold yeah. on. As he puts it, as he puts it, he went to Juilliard. Oh. There you go. Oh. I, was like, I went okay. to Julia. He said like six years. You can't graduate in four. Yeah. What's going on with that? He said something like six years. We're like that. I'd kill my kid six years in college. Yeah. What's you going went on? To school with like Oscar winners and all that. What's your story? Oh, oh what happened? Oh, you're doing our film. <laughs> I mean, his segment was with a bunch of his. Um, uh, that your pretty face is going to hell from Adult Swim, a bunch of yeah. Henry Zabrowski and, and a bunch of those folks, uh, mm-hmm. and they shut that down in Atlanta, where where that show shoots, uh, and all the rest of them we shot up here in Maryland. Now, did uh, were were were, is, 
were you involved in the uh, writing process at all, Dan, for your uh, your stuff, or was it just uh, you just went off the script? Just uh, uh, w- waited until they gave me the script and yeah, and butchered it once they gave it to me. And I know that's, you're. That's not true, right? And I, I I think that Dan, you could give Dan a, a writing credit because you know we let we let our actors we let them play we let them riff we let them do you know what they want to do if they don't feel comfortable with what we've written we always tell them you know make it your own and 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 whatever comes out comes out we're not gonna stop you from doing that because it, it, to us it's more real at that point than if you know you you're saying a, a line that you feel stilted or you feel you know just isn't right for you so you know and, and dan did a great job with that he's good at, at improv and we had a lot of great takes that we could use from stuff that he just came up with did you uh, and uh, hearing you say cock and balls uh, many times was uh, <laughs> it was enjoyable. Now, now that line was scripted by Deluca. He did write that. I gotta okay. say, he did. Dan, can you say that for us? Just just the Bielescott thing. Can you it's do that? Bielescott, not balls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's. I don't want to. I hate the fact that uh, I can't spoil anything. But there is. A, so we'll leave that aside. But. There's one scene uh, with Dan and a and a cat that's off screen that I went back and rewatched about four times because I was laughing my ass off. It was absolute comedy gold, Dan. And for everyone, just to watch, just to get to that scene is worth. Oh it. yeah, there is. If you're unless you're a cat lover, and then there's that's not a good scene for you. And you know for a fact there's going to be somebody out there named Karen who's going to be like, I can't believe they killed a cat. Uh, you get banned, uh, Dan. You're going to get canceled, Dan Franco, for yeah, that. You're are, canceled. Man. You know, we, we, we did. Yeah, we, we did have fun. Worth it. The He's the beating Karen. the pussy. He's beating the pussy. He did it again. That pussy. That damn pussy. <laughs> oh. Franco, you got a cocktail there. I noticed. I do. A what? Manhattan tail? action. Oh, nice. Manhattan. A bourbon. You have trouble doing this uh, sober, Dan? Do you? When when you when you encounter around, <laughs> yeah, I got to keep up. I uh, I've been doing this six seven years now, and I have trouble doing it sober. So, you know, so. <laughs> like, as a matter of fact, I'm doing it from my room in rehab right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to hear from Ken a little bit on directing versus acting, and what what uh, what kind of got. Well, actually, you probably if anybody doesn't know, Ken Ken was actually uh, a former baseball player turned. Uh, Turn actor, right? Is that do I have that basically right? I, I know yes. you probably told the story a million times, but I, I, I'm sort of curious what what kind of got the bug in your ear uh, to tell you that this is what you want. I wanted to be an actor, and then sort of getting oh, into. I, I love this story. I have a I monologue prepared. I, I have a monologue prepared. So I'm, I'm. It's 1996. I just got released from the Texas Rangers, and I literally I got a pink slip in the mail. So I go to the mailbox. I just came home from work. I open up the mail. There's a letter from the Texas Rangers. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, they're going to offer me a contract for next season. Open it up. Nope. It's pink slip. It's a pink piece of paper that says we've released you. It's actually pink. Yes, pink. There's a pink slip. <laughs> like, you know, you it's the cliche, but yeah. it, it was pink. That sucks. So I, I'm sitting there on the couch. You know, I sit down on the couch and I'm watching Days of Our Lives. And, and minor league baseball players are, are notorious. They love soap operas because that's what we do on the road we you know you wake up yeah boom you get to one o'clock you're watching soap operas and then you go to the field so we love soap operas and i love days of our lives and i'm watching days of our lives i'm lying on the couch and john black 
comes on the screen. Now, John Black, his real name is Drake Hogenstein, and he played minor league baseball for the New York Yankees. And I knew that. And I'm watching him, and I'm sitting there and just watching him, and I'm watching him, and it hit me. And I sat up, and I was like, holy shit, I could be as bad as him. I could be that bad. Boom. <laughs> I went to the phone book. Now, this is a true story. I went to the phone book, you know, the old yellow pages, like that thick. I flipped through it. I found Marilyn Hall for the creative arts. I called them. I said, hey, do you guys have any acting classes or anything? The lady on the other end said, we got one tonight. Can you get down here? I put my jacket on, said, I will be there. Boom. I drove down, took the class, loved it. The instructor told me about three weeks in, you need to get a headshot, send it out. I did. And my headshot was terrible. And then, uh, but I sent it out. And then within a week, I was working on Homicide, Life on the Streets as an extra. And I love it. I love that show. Yeah. And did, did you have an inkling for acting before that? or Never. If just... you'd have asked me when I was in high school, college, or playing professional baseball up to that point, I would have laughed in your face and been acting. <laughs> yeah, no way. Never. Were you, were you a cinephile or movie fan? No, like yeah, that? because, you know, you know, on the road, you're watching movies all the time. You know, we're watching them on the bus as we're driving across country. You know, you're in the Texas League and you're on a bus for 13 hours. You're watching some movies, but we're watching classic comedies, right? We're watching, uh-huh. we're watching Slapshot. We're watching Bull Durham. We're watching right. Major League. You know what I mean? That's, those are the movies that we're watching. We're watching Mel Brooks. We're watching all those movies. And that was kind of like my education in cinema was watching these films on a minor league bus ride. And I loved them. And then when Shaun of the Dead came out, you know, Edgar Wright, his whole his whole Coronado trilogy, I was just like, man, you got that's that's where I want to be. I want to be in that world. And we made the Night Watch. We were like, you know what? Let's let's, you know, pattern what we're yeah. going to do kind of like after what they're doing. So, you ne- did you never had a thought to oh, maybe I'll get signed by another team or it was just. Oh, no, no, no. I played I, I played for. um uh, 96. So I retired at the end of the 99 season. So oh, I played okay. a few more, a few more years. I went to, um, in 97, um, I went to play in an independent league. Oh, excuse me. I'm just burping. And that whiskey you bought me. We've, <laughs> a little hot. Oh, let it up. We've had way worse. <laughs> so anyway, uh, 97, I went and played for an independent team in Duluth, Minnesota. And Duluth, Minnesota is a, a wonder. If you've never been there, you should go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, like it's it. kind of beautiful. It sounds like right, I should go. Yeah. It, it's right on Lake Superior. It's a beautiful place. Um, but I played in Duluth, Minnesota. It was an independent league, but it was the only championship I ever won as a as a baseball player. Uh, so it was hey. kind of a nice, you know, going back. And I was able to sign with the Pittsburgh Pirates out of there and go to spring training with the Pirates in 98. Uh, went to spring training. I had the best spring training ever. And I, I mean, I was killing it, man. I was hitting like 600. I was just hitting bombs. I was just, it was great. And guess what? Right at the end of spring training, I got released. Mm. Even though I had, you know, I was doing yeah. that well, they were just like. <clears throat> I think it was the age, maybe? It, yes. Right, it was yeah. my age. And they just made a trade with the Chicago Cubs. And they got two young prospects, middle infielders, that they were going to put in double A. And that's where I was. And they were, somebody had to go. And. I was the guy, you know, Man. and uh, and I got released from the Pirates and I signed with uh, Somerset Patriots in the independent Atlantic League. And I went and played up there for two more years, made the all star team both years and, uh, you know, played for Sparky Lyle. And I don't know if you guys are, you know, Sparky Lyle was oh, a yeah. young award winner with the Yankees. All right. Yep. 
Yep. And I uh, played for the Phillies as well. Great guy. Love playing for him. And then uh, after the 99 season, my wife had our second child. And I said, you know what? I've had enough. I just, uh, you know, I don't want to be away from my wife for seven, eight months out of the year. She, We got two young kids. Mm-hmm. I'm missing everything they're doing. And I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss what my kids are doing. So I, I, I retired. I didn't want to coach. They offered me a coach position. I probably could have played another 10 years in the minor leagues. And I just did not yeah. want to do that. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm done. I, uh, oh, good. I, I'm sure, you know, you don't want to badmouth anyone, but I'm going to ask it. Uh, who, who is the biggest like dick you ever came across that <laughs> the biggest dick? What are you talking acting or sports? <laughs> well, I guess both that people would know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's see. Eduardo Perez was a huge cocksucker. So yeah. Can I say okay. that? Yeah, you can say cocksucker on the podcast, right? right? So, but he was, he was huh? a dick. I can mean, I say cocksucker? Because if I yeah. want to, I want to say cocksucker, but I'm not sure if I can say a cocksucker. So exactly. six, six um, times. I'm not sure if I can. Can I? Can I? Yeah, I'm gonna say. Everybody he said it except right. Dan Franco. Cock-sucker. Actually, you might as well throw one in, Dan. See balls and cock earlier. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he was one of the bigger jerks that I came across playing professional baseball. Okay. Um, you know, Billy Ripken was up there too, but I respect Billy Ripken because Billy Ripken knows the game. And, you know, if I wanted anybody to teach my kid the game, I'd go to Billy Ripken. So, you know, um, I got to cut in here. You got to tell your cow story though. Okay. I will in a second, but let me, let me, let me uh, (laughs) get to the, the biggest dick in acting that I've come across. Oh, wow. (laughs) Who who recently passed away. So he's oh, not so listening. Yeah, so so he's, not, can... he's not listening. So, <laughs> oh, whew, it's not whatever. It's not. He'll still be yeah. subscribing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he might be. So, so his fans will see this. But um, I was a stand-in for William Hurt on two different movies. Ooh. Okay. And I spent I spent three weeks with that guy, like in close contact, like me to Bob Ryan contact with the guy. Yeah. Right? You know how many right times there. he talked. You know how many times he talked to me. Zero point zero. Zero. He never really? said hello. He never said how you doing today? What's up? How's it going? Nothing. For two weeks. And then they asked me, they were like, Yeah, he's doing another movie up in New York. Um, you know, and they want you to go up and be a stand-in for him up there on that movie, which would have been, you know, like a month and a half of work or something. And I told him, I go, No, I don't I don't want to do that. They were like, yeah. What do you mean? I said, I don't want to spend time with a guy, you know, I'm gonna spend all day at work, you know, with a guy who won't even talk to me. Nah. Yeah, not doing it. What? Because are you encouraged not to speak to them unless they speak to you? Or yeah, okay. So it's just a human being. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I am another human being. You would think that the person sitting next to me would be like, "What's up?" Even if he just did that, I would have been fine. Yeah, or when you walk, how about this weather? (laughs) Yes, yeah. Not even like one of these. I mean, like a head nod. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, just a head. Yeah, head nod. Hey, what's up? You know, it's and then he, he comes across as such an earnest guy on camera. No, because yeah, but, but then you see all the stories after he died, and they were like, you know, Marley Matlin he abused her, and, and his ex wife he abused her. And he, he, great actor, not an awesome dude. No, and mm. and and I saw him go off on the first AD on one of the shoots that we were on, like just for no apparent reason, he just started screaming at her, and I was just like sitting there going, really, wow. 
Man. You know, people had to step in and stop them and be like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing right now? Yeah. So <laughs> I, it was, it was, you know, bizarre. And then we're down in front of the White House one day. We're shooting a scene in front of the White House. And you ever see the guy down at the White House? The end is near. Boom. He's got all his signs. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. The homeless guy or whatever he is. I don't know what he's just protesting. He might. He probably has a mansion. I don't even know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But he's sitting there and he's babbling. He's like, the end is near. Blah, blah, blah. Walks right over and starts talking to the guy. <laughs> right as I'm standing right next to him. I'm like, oh, wow. right. You're going to talk to that guy, but you won't even say hello to me. You won't even <laughs> acknowledge I exist. And I work with you. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, just to not just be just a human being to someone like just like it's just like say, say, say hi. Like, you know, we're we're working together for this amount of time. Like, it's not like we have to be best friends, but (laughs) can 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 I give you the best guy, though, ever? Please. You know, I give you the the crappiest guy ever, but I'm going to give you the best guy ever now. It's not you, Dan Franco. Sorry. <laughs> hang, hang on a second. Hang on. It's not oh. you either, Bob. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred Molina. Oh, okay. I can see that. That's, he uh... was by far the best guy ever. Me me, and we're working on a film together called Abduction. And um, we walk into the hotel bar, me and one of the other CIA agents, you know, the, the day player guys, the guests, you know, we're there. We're on set for three weeks. But my character and his character, we work for Alfred Molina in the film. So Alfred's seen us on set. So he knows who we are. So we come, we sit at the bar, but he's down there and he's talking to the producer at the other end of the bar. Yeah. And we don't bother him. We just, we're just sitting here and we, we order our drinks, you know, and we're ordered our dinner. And all of a sudden, man, all of a sudden I just feel somebody behind me just boom right here. And then all of a sudden Alfred Molina's face just comes in between us and just goes, what kind of shots are we doing? I'm saying oh. it's tequila. I'm like, yes, we are tequila shots all around. That's so, awesome. I'm, that I'm awesome. six. I'm six years sober, but nope, we are doing this. Alfred exactly. Molina. <laughs> so, that, and, no, and that's, uh, that is. Do not call him Alfred. Call him Fred. Right. Fred, that was okay. that was his thing. And uh, yeah. you know, we started doing shots, and we're sitting there drinking, and you know, he's mingling around. He's talking to other people, and he comes back over and he leans back in and he goes, look. He goes, we're going over to Applebee's. I'm buying. You coming? <laughs> we were like, yeah. <laughs> so we all went over to Applebee's. Yes, we all went over to Applebee's. He bought everybody dinner. Uh, you know, we just sat there with each other for hours, you know, like three, four hours. It was me, him, uh, uh, Tim Griffin, and uh, Michael Nyquist. Rest in peace, Michael Nyquist, because he was fantastic. He was a great actor. Um, and we we sat together and we just had such a great time. And one day it was my son's birthday and I was talking to my son on the phone and he came and sat next to me and uh, in in holding. We're just sitting there waiting. You know, we're sitting in our chairs waiting for the next scene. And I just I said, hey, hey, Alfred, can you say happy birthday to my son? He's a real big Spider-Man fan. And he grabs my phone and he goes, yes. And he goes, Hello, is this is this Kenny? He's like, yes, this is Dr. Octopus. Do you know who Dr. Octopus is? <laughs> you know, my son was 12 at the time. So he yeah. was just like, oh, you? He was like, happy birthday from Dr. Octopus. You're having a good day? You know, and it was just really amazing. cool. It was so oh, cool that he man. did that. I was just like, yeah. 
that's awesome. That's the kind of yeah. That's the things you you love to hear. Like I, I you know, I like to hear the dicks. You know, because I feel like people won't be honest about it. So I just like to ask. No, but, yeah, they're too afraid it, of what yeah, they say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like, no, we you, all like to tear you, these fuckers down too. You know, yeah. I mean, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> but when you hear stories like that, it's like, all right, I have hope in in these oh. uh, these big actors. So yeah, that can just wave to his uh, little glass over i think that means he wants another one excuse me guys and tom tom Selleck was really awesome I, i'm a big tom Selleck fan i love oh, Megan pi and i worked with him on blue bloods and he was fantastic and he lived up to the hype you know that i put had in my head for him yeah and he was a he was a great guy he called me mr baseball which was awesome because the movie he did and he yeah, knew yeah. You know, we started talking about baseball and I said, yeah, well, you know, I played and he was like, oh, and then all of a sudden I was like his best buddy because he's a big baseball fan. Yeah. So, yeah, nice. yeah. He wore the he wore the Detroit Tigers uh, cap for. Oh, didn't, didn't he do spring training with the Tigers once? I, I think he got some at bats. Yeah, yeah he played so, he yeah. played one spring training game. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. Mr. Baseball is a good movie. Oh, Ken, what's oh, what's, I love your, it. what's your favorite uh, baseball movie? If you got one or sports movie or anything like that. Oh, you know, I got one. It's my favorite movie of all time. Oh, let's hear this. The Natural. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wonder Boy. Yep. Oh, wonderful. That's yeah. It's fantastic. And, you, it, and yours, Bob? You know what? I was I was going to say the same thing, but uh, I I love Major League. Uh, Wonder Boy's more inspiring. Major League is actually more something like Ken Arnold would make. Yeah. You know, but uh, <laughs> and Dan. Yeah. I have to say, Major League Two was my first uh, paid day on a set of any kind. So, oh, wow. very nice! I, they shot that in Baltimore. Um, they, my wife did locations on that. Neither of them in Cleveland. What? Um, I, why did I not know this all this time? What? Uh, so, what did you do in Major no, League Two? Just, just oh, okay. Just, so, uh, just yeah, one of the big uh, stadium stadium fillers. Um, yeah, uh, on a scene. Um, I love the natural. I love. Um, Field of Dreams, uh, uh, League of Their Own. Uh, I think there, there's so many great baseball movies. Uh, 61 is a great movie. Yeah, um, it is. Fantastic. Uh, Bill, Billy Crystal, they shot that in, in Detroit, I believe. You know, we're forgetting one. What about the Lou Gehrig one? What was that? Uh, uh, the... the um, the Lou Gehrig bang the drum slowly. Is that yeah, the no, bang the drum was, slowly. No, bang the yeah. drum slowly is uh, is that's not De Niro, um, yeah. right? That's, oh. yeah. No, yeah. bang the drum slowly. I thought was, no, that uh, was De Niro. Gehrig's last speech. Uh, yeah, that one. No, no, yeah. No. no. Um, I think it's well, called the Lou Gehrig story. Yeah, yeah. story. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I will I will edit this out. No, I won't. Um, <laughs> we'll debate it after the show. We came to me. So. So this this the is rookie great, is yeah. really good too with Dennis Quaid. If you're talking about a recent one, the rookie, yeah. with Dennis Quaid, pretty good. Man. I even like that uh, the baseball movie with Gary Coleman. What was it called? Uh, oh God! <laughs> I even like that one where he's on the Padres or something. I don't know. Uh, Sand Sandlot <laughs> is really good. Sandlot. Yeah, okay, I, I was gonna say Sandlot. I would, you know, that's oh, that's always great. comes to my name. What my uh, mind? What were you gonna say, Dan? So so. Ken played, you know, a chunk of his career. The, one of the reasons the Orioles are garbage is because his wife cursed them when they cut him. But uh, <laughs> sure, but yeah, she put the Greek, put a Greek, Greek curse on them, and, yeah, and they, she did. We're, we're screwed. You know, we're we're what we're zero and four already this season. We're out of the playoff. We're, we're, we're I think we're mathematically eliminated from playoff. Dude, sure. you guys were you guys were mathematically eliminated two weeks in the spring training. Come on. <laughs> are you more Orioles or Nationals, Dan? I, I'm always Baltimore and Washington. I, I yeah. grew up exactly in the middle of them. So, whoever has um, a better record. 
Exactly. And it's m- most recently, it's been the Nationals. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Dan, if you, if you had, no, you, you go first, then I, got, then I have a follow-up for you. <laughs> go ahead. I was just going to say that Ken, you know, Ken was a shortstop in the Orioles organization in the 90s, so that was not a, not a job that had a much upward growth potential there. <laughs> nope, guy wouldn't That's, take a day off. What a dick. You told him. And I told him that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was his stunt double in a commercial one time. Who's Who's stuck up? Cal Ripken. Oh, yeah. The Iron Man at shortstop, and and Ken is in the minor leagues as a shortstop. So you're not you're not growing up. You know, thanks thanks for nothing. (laughs) Exactly. That's it. You know, we're we're sitting there doing rehearsals for the commercial, and I'm catching all these balls behind my back. Doing, I'm diving, catching balls, and he comes over to me and he's like, "Hey, uh, yeah, did you play baseball before?" And I go, "Mm "Mm-hmm." He goes, "For who? Uh, The Orioles." He's like, "Ah, what position?" Shortstop. And then there was this like awkward pause. We're just like looking at each other. And I go, yeah, some guy wouldn't take a day off. And he was like, and I walked away like a Tanya Harding situation or. (laughs) Yeah. And I walked away from him and he's like, ah, you got me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but you got me first. (laughs) (laughs) You you totally got me. You, you, you seems like you uh, could uh, play uh, Cal Ripken in a biopic or something. Uh, you, You have that look, you know? Yeah, it would have been it would have been fun. It would have been fun. But, uh, you know, I think I'm, I've aged out of that now, but it would have been a great, great thing to do if he ever did yeah. a biopic. Well, Robert De Niro aged out of the Irishman and they still did something with that. So, yeah, and I, I, I really didn't enjoy that watching him had, beat. He looked like a 75 yeah. year old dude beating up somebody and it was I, not good. I enjoyed the movie overall, but yeah, the CG, it just didn't feel right to me. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the the age. It just yeah, you could tell it was a old yeah. man walking, beating you up. Exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, we, Dan, we've had you on many many times, but I don't know that we got your story about acting. Um, we probably yeah, did, um, Dave, but let's get a reminder. Is, is, you know, I I in '77 I saw Star Wars and I said that's what I want to do. And uh, you know, I wanted to be a, a Jedi Knight X-Wing fighter pilot, but um, eventually I figured out that those things didn't actually exist and that those people were actors and understood that. So, um, you know, something I always wanted to be part of, um, did theater in high school, went to college for it, and did a bunch of community theater, um, you know, did a whole lot of theater early on. And then when I got out of college, uh, just got involved in the, in the film and TV scene. At the time, Maryland had just great tax incentives, so we had just we had just homicide, I think, had just wrapped up right as I was getting into the industry. Um, and right after that, there was just all these movies. Uh, then the West Wing was here every every couple months. Um, you know, uh, the replacements. I worked two months on that as an as an extra, as a field extra. Is it similar to kind of how Atlanta is now? Like everything's filmed in Atlanta. It seems nowadays. Like is that kind of the reason it was it was like that, a or? fraction of what atlanta well is yeah like it right, could have yeah. been if if the people in indianapolis would have would have seen beyond the short-term monetary impact yeah, yeah. um there was one point where we had veep and house of cards filming concurrently usually they they leapfrog each other in the year um and when veep and house of cards were both here filming at the same time we didn't have enough crew people um in this area so they had to bring in people from the outside. But, um, you know, when you have when you have film and TV in the area, you get the people that support it. You get the the grips and the electricians and the, you know, the camera people and 
When you don't have it, they move away. They go to Atlanta. They go to New York. They go to right. Yeah, yeah. you got to build it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we don't have the infrastructure to support a lot of production right now. But but what we do have, you know, you look at everything that comes out of Maryland. Veep is one of the best comedies ever. House of Cards, um, Emmy Award winning. Um, you know, The Wire, one of the best dramas ever. Um, Ken is actually, uh, they just released a new trailer today for We Own the City, which is from the makers of The Wire. And, and I'm not in it. I'm not in the trailer. Not in the trailer, but you're in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, that's with uh, John Bernthal, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, might as well jump to that. What uh, What can you tell us about about that? What What? I'm sorry. What's it called? I I terrible. We own this city, right? Yes. We own the city. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what can you tell us, Ken? What can I tell you? Well, I can tell you it's based on a true story. It's uh, based on the book We Own the City, which is written by a Baltimore Sun writer, uh, and. Um, I play one of the people who are trying to capture or not capture, but kind of figure out who the bad cops are and uh, remove them from the Baltimore police office. You know, their, their office is uh, as a cop in the city of Baltimore. And it all happens during the Freddie Gray and all the riots and everything that happened in in Baltimore. Uh, I can tell you that. And um I mean, it's pretty intense. It's it's an intense thing, and I think Bernthal really knocks it out of the park on this. And I loved I loved working with the director who directed King Richard as well, Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh, right. nice. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, he's he yeah. was fantastic, and and that's why that's where John met him. John met him on uh, King Richard, and then he asked John if he would play that role in in okay. his HBO show. So. And when does that come out? April twenty fifth. It'll be April. on HBO. The first episode. Nice. Is so, it a is it a mini series? Is it something or is it something yes. that? Uh, uh, okay, it's a mini series. Um, we're, Possibility we're at, for a second season? Uh, no, probably okay. not because it's based yeah. on the book and and gotcha. it's kind of like the Looming Tower that I did with Hulu is based on oh. the book about nine eleven. So it's the same deal, right? You know, it was okay. a six episode arc. This is going to be a six episode arc as well. I love those shows where you kind of get in and get out, tell a story, and not because. Yeah. I watch so much stuff where I'm like, you know what? This does not need to be 10 episodes. It sure. doesn't maybe even need to be eight because I know you're just stretching out for time. So I love like shows that just sort of tell a compact story well and not try to drag it out. So I'm very much looking forward to this. Yeah. What did you, what did you guys think of Dope Sick? Because Dope Sick was like that. That you guys is, get a chance? Uh, no, not yet. Me and my wife have it on our list. It's uh, yeah, definitely something I need to uh, check out. Have you, have you checked it out, Dave? No, I haven't. No. It's with Michael Keaton. Um, yeah, guys, I didn't yeah. I didn't check it out right away either. But once I started watching the first one, I couldn't stop. And I binged the whole series in like two days. Two, you know, I was just like, I got to watch this. This is fantastic. So if you get an opportunity, yeah, watch Dope Sick. It's really good. Did you? I, I, my, my worry was like, I kind of know. I know this is a bad thing. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I want to get into this bad stuff. But maybe maybe I should because I know Michael Keaton's amazing. Bad you know, stuff, as in just the talent. subject matter. Or? Yeah, because it's just, yeah. It, and in fact, it's probably maybe I should because it's something that doesn't get a lot of attention. If you look at like once in a while, I'll be browsing Twitter and I'll see something, some statistic about opioid overdoses and stuff, sure. and it just like blows your. It really kind of blows your mind in comparison to other deaths that get like much more attention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, mm. maybe that does. Did, uh, did uh, you SAG guys vote for Michael Keaton, who won the SAG for it? I did, yeah, I did. I voted for him because I I really enjoyed his performance in um, 
in uh, Dobzik. I did. I didn't see Dobzik, so I voted for Evan Peters in, uh, in oh, yeah. the mayor of Easttown. Which I think Which he won the Emmy for. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he, he was great in that. He yeah. was great. And his, uh, I won't spoil it for anyone, but yeah, his uh, arc was unexpected the way yeah. uh, it ended. Um, <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say I was pissed off at both of those shows, though. Mayor of Easttown and Dope Sick, and I'll tell you, you why. Please do. I auditioned for multiple roles in both and didn't get one. That's oh, why. Oh, yeah, mm. that'll 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 do it. <clears throat> so you watched cause... it angry. No, <laughs> it's an angry watch. I did. I remember <sighs> the last three seasons of How I Met Your Mother. Just hate. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I I never, you know, when I watch those shows and I watch Mayor of Easttown and I watch Dope Sick and I see the roles that I auditioned for, I go, yeah, that person was pretty good. So you know, I didn't, I didn't well, feel as if you know they just gave it to that person. Who did you? Person, Who'd you, know, you audition? Because I, 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 I didn't see Dope Six. So I've seen Mayor of Easttown. Who'd you audition for for Mayor of East Easttown? Uh, it, it was uh, the cop, the ballistics expert, um, her therapist. There were there were a bunch, but you know, okay. you, you know, you look at the roles. Oh, okay. So you, and, yeah, I, yeah, and the the guy several. at the pawn shop when she went to get the watch engraved, or or they had a something about the engraved watch or something at the pawn shop. I w- I auditioned for the pawn shop owner. So I, I auditioned for a bunch of roles. Yeah, like a janitor. Uh, no, I didn't do the janitor though. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's beneath me. That's beneath. I, me. I was just messing. Yeah, I, it's beneath what? me. I don't do janitor role. <laughs> I would. I would take I'm any role. Hard. Yes, I almost sounded like he was giving you a hard time there, Ken. I know I, you can take it. I was actually, acting. Julia, I went to Julia. No, shut up, Savino. Acting. How accurate are the depictions that we see of like the casting process and like the way actors talk back and forth to their agents? It all sounds very like passive aggressive and almost uh, like psychotic the way the industry works and how you land jobs and showing up and like pouring your soul into an audition and just to hear like blah or something like, do they ever give you like, do you ever actually get an explanation? Ken, sorry, you didn't get this role because blah, blah, blah. Or is it just like, is it, is it as cold as it seems? You get crickets. Yeah. You get crickets until you hear otherwise. And then, and then they, then they screw you around. They're like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to hold you, pin you. Um, and then you're still not sure. You never know until you actually, leave set from filming it if you exactly <laughs> and even then you're not sure you're just like hmm, i don't know maybe they'll cut me out i have no idea that's not, nuts yeah well i that's wasn't a- sure on veep um until until they finally like a week before my episode aired they ran the clip on the kelly ripa show as part of the promo package and i was like oh i guess i didn't get cut because they shot <laughs> they shot 47 pages of, of script for, a you know, and in, in, in typically a script is a minute a page for a 29-minute show. So 17 pages were, were not making it to the final cut, and I was only on six pages. So, you know, could very easily have... Now, I didn't think they could, because my sneeze was sort of load-bearing for what happened in the script, <laughs> but it was. wasn't positive. They, they could find another way. <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, I've now interviewed, I think, th- at least three Veep stars. That is, uh, not s- guest stars. Um, uh, Tim Boltz, you know, Tim Boltz. I just, uh, interviewed him. He was in Veep. 
from Righteous Gemstones, BJ from Righteous Gemstones. Oh, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> you guys him. have been, I mean, uh, I just have to thank you. Like, I'm sitting here, I, I, I listened to this show just as a fan. You know, that's how I found you guys. I, was, I, I found your Interstellar episode and listened to it and started following you guys. And um, so I, I listened to the show on my own. And then you've got Ed, our friend Eduardo on, you've got Matt Walsh. And all of a sudden, there's a section about me. And I'm like, this is freaking trippy I'm, I'm mowing my yard and i'm listening <laughs> to these guys talk about me because <laughs> we love you man you're you're uh yeah i mean yeah honestly because before we were a guest driven show i want to say you were one of our first guests really yeah because we used to just kind of just do movie analysis on our own and then started bringing guests in and i want to say you were you were one of the first so you bring it you brought us leveled up definitely um i'm I'm just watching all these guys come in and i'm like god you guys are killing it with the guests right now Uh, i need to get back on track it's been uh it's uh yeah been been in a rut lately but gonna get back at it so you guys had sanchez on yeah yeah well and he insists he's confident he's gonna get a star wars uh show to direct and we told him (laughs) You better, uh, you better cast Dan as something yeah. because. Well, he he's 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 got the wrong one right now. He's doing Star Trek. He's doing Star Trek right ah, now. But he's following yeah. the J.J. Abrams track. J.J. did Star Trek first. What is he? That's is, true. That's true. What's he directing? And the, uh, new, the, new, the new Star Trek. Yeah. One of the new shows. One of the because you know, they've got like they're doing a whole like cinematic universe. I don't know which. I don't know if it's the alternate universe one or if it's the Blow Decks, but it's one of the it's Star all Trek jacked properties. up. But- Okay. Oh, that's good for him. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, we we ended up talking Star Dave's Wars. a Star Trek guy. I'm a uh, not so much, but his basement. Like I, we went there. Um, <laughs> he directed Lovely Molly. Um, this this great little horror film that not enough people have seen. If if you if you like horror, if you like psychological thriller horror, um, you know, check out Lovely Molly because it is a trippy trippy movie. Sure. Uh, Ken has a great role in it. I have a little little uh, pop up in it myself. Um, and we did the cast read at his house and, you know, it's, it's like five minutes up the road from me in, in suburban Maryland. And, mm. and you walk in and it looks like any other suburban house and you go into the basement and the door opens. And, and as you start heading downstairs, you know, you start seeing the, the memorabilia and, and like, there's actual pieces of the death star, like the real, yeah. <laughs> Death Star. Like, that's pretty cool. And then you turn the corner because he's got one of those stairs that goes down halfway. And then you turn in 180 and then you go down. And when you turn that, then you enter the museum. It is it is a curated museum. That's insane. By original trilogy, original trilogy Lego, <laughs> prequel trilogy, prequel we, uh, trilogy Lego. I no, think, like it, and I haven't been there since the sequel trilogy came out. So yeah, I don't even know what it was. I, I asked him one time what he thought it was all worth. And he told me it's probably worth about one point two million dollars. All the wow. stuff. Yeah, he's got. I mean, if he's I was got like, Holy actual, wow, if he's got actual Death Star pieces, things like I, yeah, I'm not. I would not be surprised if it. He told us like, a story Oof. right after Blair Witch. He went to Japan for something. I don't know if it was related to the movie or not. And he walked into a store and bought, literally bought the whole store. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "What do you want? Insane. Just, I want everything, right? and I'm going to ship it back." You got, got that Blair Witch money? Um, <laughs> I, uh, well, yeah, it's funny because he was going to like take us on a little like video tour after when we just we geeked out well, too long. Have him back Wars. on and, and yes, tell him to take will. you on that tour because it's amazing. Um, 
Bob, we uh, I'm sorry. I feel like we haven't talked yeah. to you much. No, I, uh, I'm enjoying the show. Look, I'm not. I like to be in the background, <laughs> but, just supplying all the money and uh, having a little fun. You well, know? <laughs> we get it. You're the, the money guy. We get it. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to take on these guys. But what do you want to know? Are no, just are you? I mean, now that you had a tiny taste of acting, like are you? Are you wanting to maybe pursue that, or do you just want to kind of maybe look? Stay I in always the tell Ken, producing get, just get me in there, get me one freaking line. I can do yeah. it. All right. <laughs> so, look, I got to tell you, you weren't. I had my start. I was actually remember movie Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. Oh yeah, yeah. I was in Wildcats. Really? So I just graduated high school and I'm screwing around and going to junior college, and one of my buddies is like, uh, "Hey, dude, you want to get in a movie?" You know, it's, uh, extra. how has that happened multiple times in your life? Hey, you want to do a Just, movie? Like, <laughs> well, it happened like 30 years <laughs> apart, but it was like, I go, What's the deal? He goes, $50 a day. I don't know, Dan, is that a lot of money? $50 a day and free food. I'm like, The free food sounds awesome. I'll do it. So, uh, uh, for uh, a summer, I was in uh, Wildcats, but uh, no, I've had a taste of it. I love it. I love being around it. I love being around these guys. They're brilliant and it's a lot of fun. It, you don't really do it for like a huge financial return. You do it because you love it. You want to support the people who have these yeah. great visions. And, uh, but any chance I get, I will lean on Ken and say, get me in this freaking thing. You know, okay. I, I, I Are like you just, in our next one after this. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, no, you're in purgatory. I'm in per, Oh, I'm yeah. in purgatory. Yeah, I'm in yeah. purgatory. So, yeah, so they what? had a chance to shoot, shoot during the co- during COVID. Yeah. During but I love this. Yep, uh, we we were fortunate enough to shoot in Austria last year, a year ago, this week, and and actually this month, uh, we were in Austria shooting a horror western called A Town Called Purgatory, and Bob came over, and uh, he was in one of the scenes. Uh, he played a dead body, but he's he's <laughs> featured in the scene. Hey, but yeah. you know, to perfection, exactly. <laughs> Method actor. I'm I'm in typecast as dead dead uh, dead or dying. So, <laughs> what, what almost a couple dead. of podcasters. We, I'll I'll be a dead guy. Yeah, All right, oh, yeah, enough. get them in there. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> um, and then it's just silence after that. Yeah, a, lot yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's just fun. These guys are the best jobs in the world. The producer just said um, you're in. That's the end of the story. You know? Yeah, yeah so. he's the guy. Fuck up the. I got no pull. I report I'll to this guy up. right next to me. I report to this guy. Producers. And yeah, to get to exactly. get, get to know you a little bit uh, movie wise, Bob, uh, like uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be definitive top five, but like m- m- your favorite movies off the top of your head, like where 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 what are your go to? Oh, I'll movies? tell you, I'll tell you. Look, it, it, it'll tell a lot about me when I say it. So I like things that are inspirational, underdog. Number one is Gladiator. Absolutely love it. Uh, one of the top, like other end of the spectrum. I just watched it yes. on the way. To, I just got back from Ireland a day ago, you know, and business class. I got the (laughs) VOD uh, was big Lebowski just gobbled that up for like the 15th time, you know? So I like to be inspired and I like to laugh my ass off and I like, but generally if I'm going to binge, it's going to be like dark crime drama. Uh, Ozark. Love it. Stuff like that. You know, Uh, a little thing called swagger too. Is a swagger We plug a little swagger. Anything Ken Arnold's in, you know, that's what I told Ken and I told, uh, DeLuca, so top favorite actors of all time. Number one, Ken Arnold. Number two, Tom Hardy. Number 11, Dan DeLuca. And Franco's like maybe six, seven, somewhere in there in the mix. He's in the mix. 
<laughs> yeah, he's in the mix. He's like, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. But DeLuke is most certainly at the bottom of the list. But you beat out Dan Hardy. You got to be uh, yeah, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, excuse yeah, me. I beat, out, I beat out Tom Hardy. Yeah, and his brother Dan. You and know? his brother Dan Hardy. Speaking of Gladiator, is anyone looking forward to the sequel? No. No. Is it I, Russell you know, I Yeah. I didn't even know you about know, that. Yeah, if Digimon Hums I, you, I think I think they'd said he's gonna like it'll be like a flashback type thing, but like he he's not the star. Or Can anything. you see him with a big old gut going back in there? What was that <laughs> movie? Road Rage movie? The big old gut the guy's got. Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah. Can I you like see that, that big he's, old he's gut? Got a, he's got a huge gut and uh, nice guys, which I love. Nice. Yeah, guys. that was <laughs> a great movie. Fantastic. That was talking about original movies. That yeah. Yeah, you know, oh, Shane Black good. just just crushed that and yeah. You know, if, if people want to see more like that, they need to go see it in the theater when it's out. Yeah, because so it flopped. It flopped in the box office, but right. everyone, you know, it, it everyone critics loved it, and even fans loved it. It just didn't do anything at the box office. Which, which you know what I sucks. equated to Midnight Run because Midnight Run did the same thing. Didn't do much at the oh, box yeah. office, but you know, I I yeah. really enjoy Midnight Run. I love that. Yeah. Movie. So I can Another. watch it anytime. Ken, how, about Midnight, how about Midnight Express, Ken? Did you like that one? <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it's funny. My dad will always say, uh, you know, a crazy movie is Midnight Run when he means yeah. Midnight Express. <laughs> like he, uh, he always gets he always gets up mixed up. Mixed He's up. like, you got to see Midnight Run. It's oh, you're going to be messed up. It's like what are you talking oh, about like it's a buddy you know not a buddy cop but it's a comedy what are you talking about versus a <laughs> turkish prison movie yeah exactly oh, <laughs> oh man um and then uh so uh, you know to kind of get back to comedy of horror so it says volume one what's yeah. uh what what are we to expect or well, are we uh, to expect another volume or are we I, just doing that, that? may just... be the case but we're trying to figure out how to approach that well we want to see how this one does right so if we get a good return on this, Naturally. then obviously, you know, it's time to do another one. But, um, you know, we got to see first. And uh, we release tomorrow and, uh, you know, uh, April 12th. We release on April 12th. So, uh, you know, if it goes well and it does what we hope it does, you know, will do, then, yeah, we'll most certainly do another version of this. Absolutely. So it's going to take Ben like two weeks to put out a show that he doesn't edit. And so we'll be past no, April 12th. No. So I'm going to post it this week. <laughs> how can people how can people get a hold and watch this thing? We watched it. We both love it. We're really excited and we and we want you guys to to succeed because it, it is it's, it's hilarious. It's 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 original. It's scary. It's a little little gory. It's it, I, I it's just got something for everybody, I think. Yeah. You know, like because because there's it, it, we run the gamut of you know there's there's demon possession, there's slasher, there's there's bridesmaids killing each other, there's voodoo. I mean, it's if whatever horror genre you're into, we got it in there. Yeah, I am. Um, so uh, so, we're, so, we're so anyways, yeah. Where can you find it? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> Amazon Prime is that? Yeah. So you can you can go to our website comedyofhorrors.com, which is right above my head. But uh, here, here are the places where you can see it. And I'll run through the list really quick. It's going to be on DirecTV, Cox Video On Demand, Comcast Video On Demand, In Demand, Cablevision, Charter, Vubiquity. Let's all say that together. Vubiquity. <laughs> Rogers, Canada. Shaw, Canada. So we're in the, the Canadas as Canadians well. Canadians love us. The yeah. Canadas. Yeah. Uh, and Apple iTunes, Amazon Video On Demand, Amazon Prime, uh, Microsoft, Google Play, and Voodoo Fandango. And that's just a short list because it's going to be added to more as we go. 
And you, you you said balls and cocks on demand? I did. Balls and cocks. <laughs> the Alice got. It's not uh, it's balls good. and cocks. It's just cocks. What is it, Dan? <laughs> the yeah. Another oh, thing I wanted cock. to mention, Dan, your son is in this film. Yes, so is uh, so so my character's kids are my son Jack and Ken's daughter Wilhelmina. So um, little family family affair there for uh, for all of us. Nice, yeah, that's awesome. Like the li- I'm not going to spoil again, but I like the little bit of world building with the noses. I'll let people yeah. just kind of get there as they <laughs> as they go through. That's kind of what I was. Uh, everything was just very smart and well written. Um, and I was just I was laughing out loud, which is don't not tell very... Deluca, don't tell Deluca. No, all right, well, we'll leave it. Yeah. Leave, <laughs> we're glad to hear that. That that means a lot because you know I know you guys watch a lot of stuff and uh, and you're not afraid to 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 say the things you know that. You know, hopefully we won't get gutted like uh, Ghostbusters <laughs> over here. <laughs> uh, you never Bob, know. You never Bob, know. You said, if it, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Was someone going? No, just go. Oh, Bob, you you said you were you were a sales guy. So why don't you give everybody your uh, thirty second or minute pitch? Oh, just it's 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 really boring because I love this part <laughs> of my life so much better than the part that I have to do to make money. But I'm a chief sales officer for a company called Castle Systems. I've been in the electronic security services industry for like 33 years. My company is based outside of D.C. We provide big, big building uh, video surveillance and access control. We're in every major market in the uh, United States. I've got 150 guys reporting to me, blah, 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 blah. I think he wants you to talk about the movie and sell the movie. (laughs) Oh, the movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. like oh, sell, the the movie. Movie. <laughs> sell the movie. I, I, I'm very yeah. interested. You're 30 seconds. Stuff, so. All right. Okay. So, look. Sort of like, no, no. Mm. I, I was going into my alter ego, like Severance. You know the thing, that Severance? Was, that was beautiful. I like acting. I'm Severance. I just was in Se- Apple Severance. I was on the other side. But let me tell you this. Business card, Bob. No, fuck that. So, strike that. Edit that shit out. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm totally going to edit. He's not editing. We went over that already. All right. So there's no editing. That's too expensive and too laborious. I will just tell you this. You know, I think Franco said it. There is something in this for everybody. It is hilarious. You know, it's easy to love your own work, right? Like, oh, our shit's great. It could really suck. But our shit is really, really good and really funny uh, it's a, a chance to just sit down and have a really good time watching a movie with a friend. It's I'm, awesome. I'm going to use that quote on the poster. Our shit is really, really good. <laughs> That's right. Bob Ryan. Sorry for the infomercial. I got the, I got the alter ego thing. Just, yeah. Look, I'm new to this podcast thing. What do I know? You know, I'm just, don't, it's good. don't get, no, I, I just brought over a bottle of uh, Jameson's for Ken. Next thing I know I'm wearing a headset and he's like, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic timing. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. Mind played back, Ken? Mind played back? Absolutely. All right, great. Every night. That's great. As long as you bring a bottle. When, uh, and then, uh, again, just to remind everyone, when is uh, Apple Apple Teenies with Ken? Is that what it's called? Sorry. When When is that? Apple Teenies with Ken is, uh, we've been doing it every Sunday night at 8 p.m., it, it tends to shift based on our availability, um, exactly. but right now it's on Sunday nights, um, and then eventually we're we're going to be Ken and I are going to start pre-recording. Uh, that's a live show on Facebook, uh, the Sunday night show, and then uh, we're going to start recording podcasts and, and releasing them just on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. And I'm Fantastic. thinking, and I'm thinking maybe call it Apple Teenies with Ken and Dan. 
you know, <laughs> add, add the Dan in there. You he know, has, just, we have a theme song, and it, it yes. just says Ken. You know, he hasn't well, asked me yet. Like a dub like like and Dan. Exactly, and, and that would be hilarious. And then, and then, of course, we'd have and Dan and Johnny G, and then, and then you know, we could, it would just the list would keep going. Oh man, <laughs> love it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I can't wait for uh, everyone to see this film, and uh, yeah, uh, hopefully it uh, gets highly revered, and um, we will uh, try to promote it best we can on our end as well. It will be here for uh, volume two. Thank you. Thank you. Volume two it is. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. All righty. Thank you for having us, man. This has been great. Good to be back, guys. See you soon. Well, there you have it, folks. Hope you enjoyed that. And do not forget to check out A Comedy of Horrors. It is a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, you can get it. Like I said, Amazon, they, they say it in the show. So you, you, you know where to find it. Uh, if you've made it this far, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at blockbuster cast, Instagram at blockbuster mentality, go to our website, blockbustermentality.com. That's where you get all the updates on the show. But, uh, got, uh, some more guests coming up as usual. I don't know why I feel the need to say that, but we do. We have more guests coming up because that's our show. But, all right, folks. Well, that is it for me. For Dave, for Ken, for Dan, for Bob, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movie.